My name's Jack and welcome to the weekly roundup called This Week on Premier Skills English. In This Week, we've got lots of interesting words and phrases to help you talk about football in English. If you're listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can also visit the Premier Skills English website at premierskillsenglish.britishcouncil.org, where you'll be able to download the podcast. On the Premier Skills English website, you can read the transcript and join the Premier Skills English community by completing a language task in the comments section. This will really help you remember the new words and phrases from the stories from the Premier League. This week, I'm talking about Liverpool, who hosted Chelsea, and Tottenham Hotspur, who welcomed Brentford. The words and phrases I'm going to talk about today are to run out of, high octane, high calibre, to dismantle, to take the initiative, sloppy, to wind up and to have the last laugh. Listen out for this vocabulary in the story. After each story, there'll be a language focus and then there'll be a language challenge for you and then at the end of the podcast, there'll be a new football phrase. But before that, I want to look at last week's football phrase. If you didn't hear it last week, here's one more chance to guess now. Last week's football phrase was to the ball. This is quite a strange verb, though it comes up quite frequently in football commentary and it means to pass the ball perpendicular or at a 90 degree angle to the touchline. The word is also a noun and it means a shape. And in American English, it's an adjective that describes someone who isn't cool. This was a tough one and lots of people made good guesses but didn't quite get the word I was looking for. Congratulations to Alex from Ukraine, El Chueku from Argentina, Mo Beckham from Turkey, Wojciech M from Poland, Dennis 2000 from Belarus, Lukas from Chechia, Toha 23 from Ukraine, and Strong from Vietnam. You all worked out that the phrase I was looking for was to square the ball. Keep listening till the end of the podcast for a new football phrase. Now it's time for this week's first story. The Reds batter the Blues at Anfield. Jurgen Klopp announced that he will be leaving Liverpool at the end of the season, saying that he is running out of energy. The same can't be said for his players who outplayed Chelsea in a high-octane, high-caliber performance. Pochettino admitted that Klopp's team were better than Chelsea in all areas. When Klopp leaves Liverpool, he'll be leaving his successor a formidable unit that he's built over eight seasons. 
The latest team member to rise through the ranks of the academy and ascend to the first team is 20-year-old fullback Connor Bradley. Bradley played a key role in the dismantling of Pochettino's Chelsea, scoring his first goal and racking up two assists. Diogo Jota got the first goal, then Bradley, and his goal was followed by further goals from Dominic Soboslai and Luis Diaz. This goes to show the breadth of the talent Liverpool can field. And at some point, Darwin Nunes's luck has to change, and then the Reds will be unstoppable. Nunes somehow managed to hit the woodwork four times and took 11 shots at goal. He's hit the woodwork 12 times so far this season and has been described as the unluckiest striker in Europe. Chelsea do have some incredible talent in their squad and they can't be dismissed. Christopher Nkunku pulled a goal back when they were three goals down, but they never looked like they could stage a comeback. Final score, Liverpool 4, Chelsea 1. The words and phrases from the story that I want to talk about are to run out of, high octane, high calibre and to dismantle. To run out of. If you run out of something, you use all of that thing so you have none left. I think we use this to talk about things we have normally. So, I always have tea bags. In my house, running out of tea bags is a disaster. And if we do ever run out, I have to go straight to the shops to buy some more. I very rarely have pizza, so I don't think I'd say that we've run out of pizza when the last slice has been eaten, though that would be just about okay. It's just more commonly used with things that we have normally. So cars can run out of petrol and my phone's batteries can run out when there's no power left. Jurgen Klopp said that he's running out of energy. He hasn't quite run out yet, but he's not feeling as energetic as he used to. The next two phrases are similar and I used them in the same sentence. I said that Liverpool outplayed Chelsea in a high-octane, high-calibre performance. The adjective high-octane means full of energy. It comes from petrol. Petrol has an octane rating, which has something to do with the pressure that the fuel will explode at. High-octane fuel is more stable, so is better for high-performance engines. As a result, we associate high-octane with fuel for fast cars. So a, a high-octane performance is a fast and energetic performance. High-caliber means good quality. This time, I think the adjective comes from guns. The caliber of a gun refers to the diameter of the barrel. So a, a high-caliber gun has a wider barrel and will fire a larger bullet. So a high-caliber weapon is more powerful than a, a smaller-caliber weapon. The adjective has come to mean high-quality rather than very powerful. If someone is 
looking for someone to work for them and they get lots of really good applications, they might say that it's hard to choose because the applications were so high calibre. The word calibre is a noun, so you can find lots of examples of phrases like the calibre was very high and I was impressed by the high calibre of applicants. I think this is slightly more common than the adjective form. To dismantle. The verb to dismantle means to take something apart completely. If you dismantle a car engine, you unscrew everything and remove all the nuts and bolts and separate the parts. In football English, we use it to say that a team completely dominated their opponents and were able to break through their defence. A bit like they'd taken the team apart so it no longer worked as a team. The word comes from an old French word that meant to destroy the walls around a fort, which I think fits the football English usage better than to take apart. Let's move on to the second story. Tottenham triumphant on home turf. Brentford took the initiative in the first half, scoring the opening goal after some sloppy Spurs play in the midfield. Some pundits said it was like watching Spurs in the bad old days. After Neil Mopé scored for Brentford, he tried to wind up James Madison by copying Madison's signature goal celebration and mind throwing a dart. Mopé and Madison exchanged words at half-time, but the rivalry seemed to be good-natured. In the end, the Spurs midfielder had the last laugh after a double substitution that completely changed the dynamic on the pitch, leading to three goals for the home side in eight spectacular minutes. First came Destiny Udogi with the equaliser, then a minute later Brennan Johnson put Spurs ahead, and seven minutes later Richarlison secured the win. Ivan Toney halved the deficit in the 67th minute, but in the second half Spurs looked in control and deserved the win. Final score, Tottenham Hotspur 3, Brentford 2. The words and phrases from the story that I want to talk about are to take the initiative, sloppy, to wind up and to have the last laugh. To take the initiative. This is an idiom that means to be the first person to do something, often the first person to find a solution to a problem. The noun initiative can be used to talk about a person's ability to use their own judgment to make a decision about something rather than going to their boss or superior. If you show initiative, it means you make active decisions and as long as your decisions aren't, well, bad, showing initiative at work is normally a good thing. I said that Brentford took the initiative at Spurs because they were the first to score. Spurs were not playing well and so Brentford attacked and that was taking the initiative. Sloppy. In the story, I said that some of Spurs' play 
was sloppy. Sloppy has three main meanings. The first is kind of wet and unpleasant. The second is very emotional and often about love and romance. And the third means not taking care or not making an effort. Can you guess which meaning I was using to talk about Spurs' play? I was, of course, saying that the team was not taking care and playing with attention. They made a lot of mistakes, which is something that happens if you're sloppy. It's quite common in football English to describe a pass or a clearance as sloppy if it's not played well and the opposition get the ball. To wind up. This phrasal verb has several meanings. The most common is figurative, and it means to make someone tense and annoyed. The old literal meaning described wrapping a rope or a string around something to keep it all together. When you do this, the string is tight and could snap and break. And this is what people are like if someone has wound them up. Sometimes people tell their friends things that aren't true to try to get them excited or irritated. Your friends might try to tell you that your boss said something strange about you or that there's something wrong with your car. And if you believe them and start to get really worried, they might say, don't worry, we're only winding you up. Or you might ask, is that true or are you winding me up? Mope tried to wind up Madison by copying his signature goal celebration. And I think he succeeded a bit, but not enough to put him off his game. To have the last laugh. This is a hard idiom to explain, but I think it's quite easy to understand. If you're in some sort of competition or argument with someone, and you are the one laughing at the end, then you're happy at the end of the competition or argument, so, so you've won or succeeded. It's a bit mean to laugh at your opponents when you beat them, but in some situations, if you're losing and your opponents are a bit smug about it, or if you think your opponents have been unfair, and then you gain an advantage, it can be quite satisfying and you might be tempted to celebrate with a last laugh. So, if you have the last laugh, then you finish on top or finish with an advantage when it looked like the people you were competing with were going to come out on top. Today I've spoken about eight useful words and phrases. The words and phrases I've spoken about are to run out of, high octane, high calibre, to dismantle, to take the initiative, sloppy, to wind up and to have the last laugh. Listen to the stories one more time to hear this language in context. The Reds batter the Blues at Anfield. Jurgen Klopp announced that he will be leaving Liverpool at the end of the season, saying that he is running out of energy. 
The same can't be said for his players who outplayed Chelsea in a high-octane, high-caliber performance. Pochettino admitted that Klopp's team were better than Chelsea in all areas. When Klopp leaves Liverpool, he'll be leaving his successor a formidable unit that he's built over eight seasons. The latest team member to rise through the ranks of the academy and ascend to the first team is 20-year-old fullback Connor Bradley. Bradley played a key role in the dismantling of Pochettino's Chelsea, scoring his first goal and racking up two assists. Diogo Jota got the first goal, then Bradley, and his goal was followed by further goals from Dominic Soboslai and Luis Diaz. This goes to show the breadth of the talent Liverpool can field. And at some point, Darwin Nunes' luck has to change, and then the Reds will be unstoppable. Nunes somehow managed to hit the woodwork four times and took 11 shots at goal. He's hit the woodwork 12 times so far this season and has been described as the unluckiest striker in Europe. Chelsea do have some incredible talent in their squad and they can't be dismissed. Christopher Nkunku pulled a goal back when they were three goals down, but they never looked like they could stage a comeback. Final score, Liverpool 4, Chelsea 1. Tottenham triumphant on home turf. Brentford took the initiative in the first half, scoring the opening goal after some sloppy Spurs play in the midfield. Some pundits said it was like watching Spurs in the bad old days. After Neil Mopé scored for Brentford, he tried to wind up James Madison by copying Madison's signature goal celebration and mind throwing a dart. Mopé and Madison exchanged words at half-time, but the rivalry seemed to be good-natured. In the end, the Spurs midfielder had the last laugh after a double substitution that completely changed the dynamic on the pitch, leading to three goals for the home side in eight spectacular minutes. First came Destiny Udogi with the equaliser, then a minute later Brennan Johnson put Spurs ahead, and seven minutes later Richarlison secured the win. Ivan Toney halved the deficit in the 67th minute, but in the second half Spurs looked in control and deserved the win. Final score, Tottenham Hotspur 3, Brentford 2. Right, now it's time for you to think about the language again. I found examples of today's words and phrases in stories online and edited them slightly. I've removed today's vocabulary, so I want you to fill in the gaps with the correct forms of the language from the podcast. Number one. Schools and parents in the county Wicklow town last month and banned smartphones from primary schools amid concerns they were fueling anxiety. Number two. The young midfielder tries to be the most awkward, irksome and devious opponent possible. He players, he officials, he fans. 
and he does it all on purpose. Number three. When long-haired Johnny Farrell went into his local butcher's as a young student looking for a job, he was laughed out of the door and told he had no chance. Now, more than a decade later, the 36-year-old who lives near Ormskirk has after his business received the new Butchery Business of the Year award. Number four. Hijack, the TV thriller from George Kay and Jim Field Smith, has been renewed for a second season. Number five. A new fried chicken restaurant opened its doors in Newport City Centre on Friday and was so popular it chicken on its opening night. Number six. Birmingham manager Wayne Rooney laments his side for conceding goals in their defeat against Coventry. Number seven. Aston Villa fell to their first home league defeat in over 11 months as Newcastle United Unai Emery's side at Villa Park. Number eight. Liverpool need more signings like McAllister, said Van Dyke. Leave your answers to the language challenge in the comments section on the Premier Skills English website. Now it's time for this week's football phrase. I have a really tricky one for you this week. When players score lots of goals, they sometimes have a, a special gesture they do afterwards. Alan Shearer raised one hand in the air. Daniel Sturridge did a, a special dance. And Son Hong-min makes a frame with his fingers to take a photo. These acts are there. If you know the answer, be sure to leave it in a comment on the page for this podcast on Premier Skills English. Before I finish, I'm going to go through the answers to last week's language challenge. Number one. Jennifer Aniston spoke about the benefits of getting enough sleep, saying, When you're younger, you kind of take it for granted. You think, I can survive on three to five hours sleep and feel great. And then, all of a sudden, it just starts not to feel great. Number two. A deer broke through the front window of a kitchen shop on Thanksgiving Day around 1pm. The animal ran around the store before officers helped escort it out safely. Number three. A creative criminal gang disguised cocaine as broom handles in an audacious smuggling plot. Number four. England rugby star Dan Cole has warned that Argentina will be formidable and can unleash some magic ahead of the Rugby World Cup opener. Number five. Everton welcome Aston Villa to Goodison Park on Sunday looking to end their run of consecutive defeats and get away from the drop zone. Number six. Campana went close to a hat-trick after the break with a deft touch goalwards from a low Geordie Albacross, but Melia got down well to save. Number seven. Mikel Arteta is not content 
with Arsenal's achievements in his reign as Gunners boss. He believes they haven't won enough in his four years. Number eight. It looks like a 34-year-old Chatham man's luck has run out as he's been arrested in connection with a string of break-ins. Number nine. Flooding in Leicester is expected to subside, but the county could continue to suffer the consequences, the council said. Number 10. Once again, Villa were committed to holding a high defensive line, but Mikel Arteta's team were unable to make more of the space on offer. And that's all I have time for today. Before I finish, I just wanted to say that I hope you found this podcast useful and I hope everyone stays fit and healthy and safe. Bye for now and enjoy your football. 